There was a knock one morning, a man was standing at my door. He said, hello, I'm from Halliburton, have you heard of us before? We'd like to lease your backyard to drill for natural gas. It's called hydraulic fracturing, and it is the very past for a clean energy future above the Marcella Stone. Plus, we'll give you lots of money and a new mobile phone. I said, you are a corporate crook. I don't believe the things you tell, and you can drive right off my property and then go straight to hell. No fracking way. No fracking way. I don't trust corporate salesmen, whatever they may say. No fracking way. 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 And that was David Rovix with the track No Fracking Way. That was just an excerpt from that track. You can find that entire song on the album Big Red Sessions. Greetings and welcome to Frack You Very Much, a fracking terrible podcast. If you want to reach out to me, you can send me a message at fyvmshow at gmail.com. You can also follow on Twitter at fyvmshow. You can check out all the back episodes and find some links to uh, send me a message and some links to make a donation. You can do that at fracuverymuch.com. This episode is the next uh, installment of the Compendium. This is the eighth reading from the Compendium. You can check out all of the prior readings of the Compendium in earlier episodes. What is the Compendium? The Compendium is the Compendium of Scientific Medical and Media Findings Demonstrating Risks and Harms of Fracking, Unconventional Gas and Oil Extraction, 6th edition, June 2019. The compendium was compiled by the Concerned Health Professionals of New York and Physicians for Social Responsibility. And we are up to, let's see, what page are we up to? We're up to page 155 in the compendium. This compendium has roughly 300 pages, so we're about halfway through. This section is Public Health Effects Measured directly. By several measures, evidence for fracking-related health problems has emerged across the United States and Canada. Studies of birth outcomes in regions of intensive unconventional oil and gas extraction continue to point to reproductive risks, including low birth weight and preterm births. In Oklahoma and Colorado, birth defects were elevated among infants whose mothers lived near drilling and fracking sites while pregnant. As shown by multiple studies in Pennsylvania, as the number of gas wells increase in a community, so do rates of hospitalization, and community members experience sleep disturbance, headache, throat irritation, stress, anxiety, cough, shortness of breath, sinus problems, fatigue, wheezing, and nausea. Also in Pennsylvania, hospitalizations for pneumonia among the elderly are elevated in areas of fracking activity, and one study found significantly elevated rates of bladder and thyroid cancers. In Colorado, children and young adults with leukemia were 4.3 times more likely to live in an area dense with oil and gas wells. Drilling and fracking operations in multiple states are variously correlated with increased rates of asthma, increased hospitalizations for pneumonia and kidney, bladder, and skin problems, high blood pressure, and signs of cardiovascular disease, elevated motor vehicle fatalities, symptoms of depression, ambulance runs and emergency room visits, and incidents of sexually transmitted diseases. Benzene levels in ambient air surrounding drilling and fracking operations are sufficient to elevate risks for future cancers in both workers and nearby residents, according to studies. 
Animal studies show numerous threats to fertility and reproductive success, from exposure to various concentrations of oil and gas chemicals at levels representative of those found in drinking water. A recent study found that 43 chemicals used in drilling and fracking operations are classified as known or presumed human reproductive toxicants, while 31 others are suspected human reproductive toxicants. An earlier study identified two dozen chemicals commonly used in fracking operations as endocrine disruptors that can variously disrupt organ systems, lower sperm counts, and cause reproductive harm at realistically expected exposure levels. January 21, 2019. Increased hospitalizations for diseases of the Genitourinary, genitourinary systems, such as urinary tract infections, kidney infections, and kidney stones, were, quote, strongly and positively associated with cumulative unconventional natural gas well density in Pennsylvania. The strongest association for the genitourinary hospitalization rates was for women aged 20 to 64, particularly for kidney infections, stones in the ureter, and urinary tract infections. The researchers compared yearly hospitalization rates for each of Pennsylvania's 67 counties with the number of new fracking wells drilled, the total number of wells, and the density of wells by land area for each county by year from 2003 to 2014. Noting that hospitalizations in contrast with outpatient physician visits reflect acute illness or serious exacerbations of chronic disease, the research team pointed out that these same health problems addressed in an outpatient setting, or not addressed at all, were likely also rising, but would not have been counted in this study. The findings also revealed a link between cumulative gas well exposure measures and hospitalization rates for skin problems, particularly among men aged 20 to 64. December 12, 2018. University of Oklahoma public health scientists found a significantly increased prevalence of neural tube defects among children whose birth residence was located within two miles of a drilling and fracking site compared to those which were not. The researchers examined records of all 476,600 singleton births and congenital anomalies in Oklahoma from 1997 through 2009, together with historical location and production data on active natural gas wells for each year of the study. No stillbirths were included in this study. Hence, as the researchers note, the link they found would, be, would likely be an underestimate. Quote, if natural gas activity is related to severe anomalies with high prenatal mortality. December 6, 2018. Early signs of cardiovascular disease, including high blood pressure, changes in the stiffness of blood vessels, and markers of inflammation, occurred more often in people who live in communities with more intense oil and gas development, according to a study of 97 adults living in northeastern Colorado between October 15 and May 2016. Artery stiffness as measured by augmentation index was highest among people living in areas with the greatest drilling and fracking activity, as was systolic and diastolic blood pressure for those not taking prescription medications. This was the first study to evaluate with direct measurements indicators of cardiovascular disease and the intensity of oil and gas activity. The results are consistent with previous research showing increased rates of cardiology inpatient hospital administration in these areas. August 28, 2018. The top 10 oil and gas producing counties in Colorado had higher truck accident rates than the remaining 54 counties in an analysis by Colorado School of Public Health researchers. Researchers also performed an additional geospatial study technique called a grid-level analysis using the Colorado Oil and Gas Information Systems, COGIS, census population information, and home locations. These results showed that grid cells with more homes and or wells were associated with more truck accidents, as well as with more multi-vehicle truck accidents with an injury. 
August 13, 2018. Babies in Pennsylvania whose mothers lived near at least one gas well during their pregnancies were at higher risk for adverse birth outcomes, according to a study published in the Journal of Health Economics. This investigation examined state-based data on the locations of 2,459 natural gas wells drilled between 2006 and 2010, together with restricted access birth and mortality data for the years 2003 through 2010. Mothers living within 2.5 kilometers, 1.5 miles, of gas wells gave birth to infants with increased incidence of low birth weight and small for gestational age, SGA. SGA generally increases with exposure to environmental pollution and helps determine immediate health care needs, as well as predicting long-term adverse health outcomes. In addition, the study found term birth weight for these infants was lower on average, and the prevalence of APGAR scores less than 8 was increased by 26%. APGAR APGAR scores are used to evaluate the health of infants immediately after birth. The study builds on growing evidence that air pollution from shale gas development damages infant health and stands out for thoroughly controlling for predictors of infant health and for estimating the extensive and intensive margins of drillings. Within the intensive margin, which includes an estimation of the impact of well density, one additional well was associated with a 7% increase in low birth weight. 5 gram reduction in term birth weight and a 3% increase in premature birth. Each of these adverse outcomes carries a high associated medical cost. The author conservatively estimated the added cost associated with one low birth weight infant to be $96,500 in the first year alone, not counting any loss of parent income. The author noted these impacts are, quote, likely to persist throughout these children's lives. August 10, 2018. A study of Pennsylvania counties focusing on the period 2003 to 2012 found that counties with fracking activities have higher rates of gonorrhea and chlamydia infections, up 7.8% and 2.6%, respectively, as well as a 19.7% higher rate of prostitution-related arrests. Authors found no evidence that confounding factors such as opioid prescription rates, viral hepatitis deaths, or drug abuse arrests influenced these results. These findings provide, quote, strong evidence that unconventional or shale gas development poses significant risks to public health and that unconventional or shale gas development has policy implications beyond the economic and environmental impacts often cited. July 28, 2018. Road fatalities in the Permian Basin region of West Texas have risen and fallen with the price of oil, according to an investigative piece in Bloomberg, using New York Mercantile Exchange and Texas Department of Transportation data. Interviewees in the article pointed to inexperienced and exhausted drivers, sinkholes, oversized trucks on roads not designed for the amount of traffic they now carry, and other factors as reasons for the ongoing fatalities. July 27, 2018. In this study of almost 5,000 Pennsylvanians, a team of medical and public health scientists found a link between living closer to more and bigger unconventional shale gas wells and increased symptoms of depression. This is the first epidemiological study to to address a mental health outcome with regard to proximity to fracking and related operations. The researchers combined information from a mailed questionnaire, electronic health record data, and residential proximity to more and bigger wells, using well data from three agencies. Size of wells was ascertained by combining data on total well depth and volume of natural gas produced. Researchers concluded the drilling and fracking activities, quote, may be associated with adverse mental health in Pennsylvania and called for including potential mental health consequences in future risk-benefit calculations. June 21, 2018. Using individual inpatient data for the whole state of Pennsylvania from 2003 
through 2014, researchers found consistent associations between childhood asthma hospitalizations and nearby drilling and fracking activity. When they compared unexposed children to children in the top third of patients exposed to shale gas drilling, the research team found that during the same calendar quarter a gas well was drilled, the odds of children and adolescents being hospitalized for asthma increased by 25%. If there was ever a well drilled within a zip code, the odds of these pediatric asthma-related hospitalizations increased by 19%. This finding demonstrates that the increased risk remains for years after wells are drilled. This study is notable because it is the first to control for 180 pre-existing respiratory health risks. Researchers also considered specific air emissions from drilling and fracking sites. They found that the increased levels of 2,224-trimethylpentane, carbon dioxide, formaldehyde, nitrous oxide, volatile organic compounds, VOCs, and X-hexane were associated with increased risks of pediatric asthma hospitalizations across age groups, as well as links for younger children to additional pollutants. May 21, 2018. Using the most stringent classification within and across countries internationally, researchers examined reproductive toxicity among chemicals used in drilling and fracking operations for oil and gas. They found that 43 chemicals are classified as known or presumed human reproductive toxicants, while 31 others are suspected human reproductive toxicants. The team, which included Yale School of Medicine and School of and School Yale School of Medicine and School Public School of Public Health researchers, further analyzed the 43 reproductive toxicants for their carcinogenic and mutagenic properties and found that seven reproductive toxicants doubled as carcinogens and mutant mutagens. They are potassium dichromate, cadmium, benzene, ethylene oxide, nickel sulfate, NN dimethylformaldehyde, and lead. Of these, benzene and lead are found in both fracking fluid and in fracking wastewater. Researchers noted that their study was limited to 157 chemicals previously identified as having evidence of reproductive toxicity, which is only a fraction of the more than 1,000 chemicals identified as being present in fracking fluid, fracking wastewater, and fracking-related air emissions. They recommend that their framework be extended to all these chemicals. May 1, 2018. In a laboratory study, prenatal exposure to fracking-related chemicals triggered immune problems in mice, especially females. All three immune system illnesses tested a house dust mite-induced allergic disease, influenza A virus, influenza A virus, and a disease similar to multiple sclerosis, were impaired in mice exposed in the womb to a mixture of fracking chemicals. Using a chemical mixture, quote, laced with chemicals at levels similar to those found in groundwater near fracking sites, and already demonstrated to have harmful developmental and reproductive effects, the researchers found sex-linked effects. The exposed female mice showed more severe damage to their immune systems and ability to resist disease. In addition, the multiple sclerosis-like disease, experimental autoimmune encephalo- encephalomyelitis, it developed earlier and more severely in female mice as compared to male mice. Authors concluded, quote, These observations suggest that developmental exposure to complex mixtures of water contaminants, such as those derived from drilling and fracking operations, could contribute to immune dysregulation and disease later in life. March 23, 2018 Yale University public health scientists investigated possible connections between shale gas drilling and sexually transmitted diseases in Ohio. They found that compared to counties with no shale gas activity, counties with high activity had 21% increased rates of chlamydia and 19% increased rates of gonorrhea. They classified all 88 counties in the state as having none, low, and high shale gas activity in each year from 2000 through 2016, using Ohio Department of Natural Resources data. 
Their findings showed magnitude of effect for the association with gonorrhea that is similar to a prior analysis, adding strength to observed associations. Speaking to the Columbus Dispatch, the lead author noted, quote, Although there has been a decrease in new permits in recent years, sexually transmitted infection rates continue to climb because once a disease is introduced, it can be exchanged within the communities even after the workers leave. March 20, 2018. In the Texas Barnett Shale, women with homes within half a mile radius of the most dense gas grilling activity or gas production activity at the time of their child's birth had, respectively, 20% and 15% higher risk of preterm birth, compared with women with no such activity near their residence. The greatest proximity-related risk was for extreme premature births prior 28 weeks gestation. Mothers living near the densest drilling activity and the densest production activity were respectively 100% and 53% more likely to give birth to extremely premature babies. For purposes of this study, the drilling phase included drilling of the wellbore, installation of casing, and fracking, whereas the production phase, which can last for years, included the flow back of gas, cond condensate, and produced water, as well as possible on-site storage of these materials. Researchers noted that they did not have access to information that would have allowed more refined classification of phases. The study included 13,332 preterm birth cases and 66,933 term births in the 24-county Barnett Shale region between 2010 and 2012. The study also addressed trimester-specific differences in risk, finding little evidence for that factor. March 13, 2018. A research team found higher rates of hospitalizations for pneumonia among individuals ages 65 and older in Pennsylvania counties with drilling and fracking operations compared to those without. This result is consistent with other studies reporting links between respiratory problems and air pollution. This study, which used, which used enhanced county-specific data from 2001 to 2013, expands on earlier research in its geographical reach and longer time horizon. The research team also found higher average hospitalization rates for other air pollution-sensitive diseases, acute myocardial infarction, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, asthma, and upper respiratory infections in counties containing unconventional natural gas wells than in those without wells, but those links were not as strong statistically as for pneumonia among the elderly. Noting that their study design may actually underestimate the impact of natural gas development on pneumonia, the research team stated that their study, quote, helps establish a consistent link between unconventional natural gas extraction and higher risks of disease. February 7, 2018. Female mice exposed to a mixture of 23 fracking chemicals during early life developed dose-specific abnormalities in their mammary glands. The researchers saw changes in tissue morphology, cell proliferation, quote, and the induction of unique intraductal hyperplasis. Hyperplasias. Intraductal hyperplasia is an overgrowth of cells that is considered a marker for future breast cancer risk. Researchers used four doses. The lower two used were equivalent to concentrations found in drinking water in fracking regions, and the highest dose represented concentrations that have been measured in an industry wastewater. Mammary gland effects varied for each of the doses, but all groups developed intraductal hyperplasia. According to a co-author, quote, this study shows that a mixture of fracking chemicals can affect the long-term health of the mouse mammary gland even after low-level exposures in the womb. January 15, 2018. A study of urban oil drilling in two Los Angeles neighborhoods found elevated asthma rates among residents living within 1,500 feet of oil wells. 
Researchers compared diagnosed asthma rates in these areas to a representative comparison area, the California Health Interview Survey's SPA-6 in South Los Angeles, and to Los Angeles County as a whole. The diagnosed asthma rates in the two study areas were statistically significantly higher, 16.1% and 23.6%, than the comparison area, 9.8%. Asthma prevalence is one of the two study areas was significantly higher than that in Los Angeles County as a whole. Households with smokers were excluded from the analysis. This interdisciplinary team worked in partnership with the local residents to conduct this community-based survey with limited resources and urged further studies with more complex scientific design. December 13, 2017. A team of health economists analyzed fracking's health impacts on infants. They examined birth certificates for all 1.1 million infants born in Pennsylvania between 2004 and 2013 and combined these data with maps showing when and where gas wells were drilled in the state. The results indicated that the introduction of fracking, quote, reduces health among infants born to mothers living within three kilometers, 1.9 miles of a well site during pregnancy. For mothers living within one kilometer, 0.6 miles, they found a 25% increase in the probability of low birth weight, significant declines in average birth weight, as well as declines in other measures of infant health. They also observed reductions in infant health when mothers lived within one to three kilometers of a fracking site. These were about one-third to one-half of the declines of those mothers living closer. The researchers estimate that about 29,000 out of the nearly 4 million U.S. births, 0.7%, annually occur within one kilometer of a fracking site, and 95,500 95, are born within three kilometers. For policymakers, weighing the costs and benefits of fracking before deciding whether to allow it in their communities, this study provides a clear cost, an increase in the probability of poorer health for babies born near these sites. November 6, 2017. As part of a pilot project, a team of Montreal-based public health researchers evaluated exposure of pregnant mothers to VOCs in an area of intensive fracking in northeastern British Columbia. At least 28,000 unconventional natural gas wells have been drilled to date in the Peace River Valley. Analyzing the urine of 29 pregnant women, researchers found high concentrations of muconic acid, which is a degradation product of benzene, a widely studied developmental toxicant and an air contaminant in the vicinity of gas wells. The median concentrations of this chemical was approximately 3.5 times higher in the study group than in the general Canadian population. In five of the 29 women, the concentration of muconic acid exceeded an exposure index by the American Conference of Governmental Industrial Hygienists that was designed for workplace settings. No guidelines for the public exist. By design, this small pilot study sets the groundwork for more extensive biomonitoring and environmental analysis. September 19, 2017 University of Texas Health Science Center researchers conducted a case control study nested within their larger cohort of women with single births. In the 24-county Barnett Shale between November 30, 2010 and November 29, 2012, its specific purpose was to consider timing of unconventional gas development activity, quote, during potentially sensitive windows of exposure, as well as potential differences in risk by UGD drilling phase. With regard to preterm births, results suggest a link between maternal residential proximity to UGD activity and preterm births, which were similar by drilling phase and, quote, slightly stronger in the first two trimesters of pregnancy. September 14, 2017. Researchers reviewed health assessments taken between February 2012 and October 2015 
of adults in Pennsylvania communities with intense unconventional natural gas development, UNGD. The most frequently reported symptoms were sleep disturbance, headache, throat irritation, stress anxiety, cough, shortness of breath, sinus problems, fatigue, wheezing, nausea, each occurring in over 20% of the sample. Over 43% of the sample reported sleep disturbance. To meet the inclusion criteria, as developed and implemented by a physician and nurse practitioner, the symptoms were reviewed to ensure no plausible cause relating to, quote, past medical and surgical history, concurrent medical conditions, family and social history, and environmental exposures unrelated to UNGD. For example, if the social history indicated a one-half pack a day of smoking history, the symptom of, quote, difficulty breathing was not included. Independently, the timing of the exposure for each symptom that met the inclusion criteria was determined using the beginning drilling date for each unconventional natural gas well within one kilometer, 0.6 miles, of the patient's residence. Records were excluded if it was not possible to verify at least one gas well within this distance. August 21, 2017 Using county-level data from 2003 to 2013, researchers found that altogether, counties in the Marcellus Shale region that experienced a boom in hydraulic fracturing showed a 20% increase in the incidence rate of gonorrhea. July 21, 2017, a University of Texas Health Science Center School of Public Health team assessed the links between the residential proximity of pregnant mothers to unconventional natural gas development activity and various newborn health problems, preterm birth, small for gestational age, SGA, fetal death, and low birth weight. They found evidence of a, quote, moderate positive association between residential proximity to UGD activity and increased odds of preterm birth, and a, quote, suggestive association with fetal death. Nearly 159,000 births and fetal deaths from November 30, 2010 to November 29, 2012 in the 24-county Barnett Shale area were considered. February 15, 2017. A study from the University of Colorado School of Public Health and Anschutz Medical Campus showed that children and young adults between the ages of 5 and 24 with acute lymphocytic leukemia ALL, were 4.3 times more likely to live in an area dense with active oil and gas wells. The researchers did not find such a link with ALL cases in 0-4 to year olds or with incidence of non-Hodgkin lymphoma. The study focused on rural areas and towns in 57 Colorado counties and did not include cities of more than 50,000 people. Authors wrote, quote, because oil and gas development has potential to expose a large population to known hematological carcinogens such as benzene, further study is clearly needed to substantiate both our positive and negative findings. October 26, 2016 a study that investigated possible links between fracking and cancer incidents in southwestern Pennsylvania found elevated rates of bladder and thyroid cancers in six counties with shale gas activity. Bladder cancer was elevated in both males and females with a 10% increase in the number of observed cases from 2000 to 2012. Over the same time period, thyroid cancer jumped even more dramatically. There was a huge 91.2% increase in the number of observed cases from 2000 to 2012. Patterns of leukemia incidents were less clearly related to shale gas activity. The author expressed caution in attributing these trends solely to shale gas development due to, quote, the multiple sources of potentially toxic harmful exposures in southwestern Pennsylvania many dating back decades, the long latency time required for many cancers to develop, and possible synergisms between exposures from shale gas development and past toxic exposures. August 25, 2016. 
Researchers found that Pennsylvanians residing near intensive unconventional gas well activity were significantly more likely to experience chronic rhinosinusitis, at least three months of nasal and sinus symptoms, migraine headaches, and higher levels of fatigue than residents who do not live near such activity. Data were gathered from nearly 8,000 patients of Geisinger Health Systems from 40 counties in North and Central Pennsylvania and matched with proximity of respondents to all phases of gas drilling activity and intensity using information from the Pennsylvania Departments of Environmental Protection, PADEP, and Conservation and Natural Resources, as well as satellite imagery. According to lead author Aaron W. Tustin, MD, MPH, resident physician in the Department of Environmental Health Sciences at the John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, quote, These three health conditions can have debilitating impacts on people's lives. In addition, they cost the health care system a lot of money. July 18, 2016. Living near fracking operations significantly increases asthma attacks, according to a Johns Hopkins University study of 35,000 medical records of people with asthma in North and Central Pennsylvania from 2005 to 2012. The data show that those who live near higher number of or larger active gas wells were 1.5 to 4 times more likely to suffer from asthma attacks compared to those who live farther away, with the closest group having the highest risk. There was increased risk in all three types of exacerbations defined. Mild, new oral corticosteroid medication order. Moderate, emergency department encounter. Or severe, hospitalization. In addition, researchers identified increased risk during all four phases of well development. Pad preparation, drilling, stimulation, fracking, and production. The study was praised for its, quote, rigorous research methods by a scientist not part of the team. July 5, 2016. Researchers from five universities and the U.S. Geological Survey identified a link between exposure to fracking and drilling chemicals and adverse reproductive and development outcomes in laboratory mice. The study used 23 oil and gas chemicals in four different concentrations, representing concentrations found in drinking water and groundwater, to higher concentrations found in oil and gas industry wastewater. Offspring of pregnant laboratory mice consuming these mixtures were compared to those that did not. Results suggested, quote, numerous potential threats to fertility and reproductive success, including altered pituitary hormone levels, reproductive organ weights, and disrupted ovarian follicle development. Researchers observed these negative outcomes even in the offspring exposed to the lowest dose of chemicals. Building on previous research showing reduced sperm counts of male offspring, they also reported on, quote, tentative mechanistic information for the observed adverse health effects. February 9, 2016. An exploratory study of hospitalization rates for three study areas in Queensland, Australia, showed rates for specific types of hospital admissions increased more quickly in coal seam gas study areas than in other study areas, a coal mining area, and a rural agricultural area. Coal seam gas is the methane trapped in pores and fractures in underground coal deposits. Its exploitation is a form of unconventional natural gas development. A portion of coal seam gas extraction uses fracking. This preliminary study found the strongest link between increased hospitalization rates over time in coal seam gas areas to be for the category of, quote, blood or immune diseases. October 14, 2015. Using an animal model, an interdisciplinary research team measured the endocrine-disrupting activities of 24 chemicals used and or produced by oil and gas operations, finding that 23 of them, quote, can activate or inhibit the estrogen, androgen, glucocorticoid, progesterone, and or thyroid receptors 
and mixtures of these chemicals can behave synergistically, additively, or antagonistically. Further, the researchers tested prenatal exposures to the chemicals and found effects on multiple organs, including adverse reproductive effects on the matured offspring. This study is the first to demonstrate that endocrine-disrupting chemicals, which are commonly used in fracking operations, can harm the reproductive health of mice at levels of exposure that are realistic for humans. The study's senior author told Science Daily, quote, In addition to reduced sperm counts, the male mice exposed to the mixture of chemicals had elevated levels of testosterone in their blood and larger testicles. These findings may have implications for the fertility of men living in regions with dense oil and or natural gas production. October 8, 2015 Pregnant women who live near active fracking operations in Pennsylvania were at a 40% increased risk of giving birth prematurely and at a 30% increased risk for having obstetrician-labeled high-risk pregnancies, according to a study by John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health and other researchers. High-risk pregnancies were those that included hypertension, high pre-pregnancy body mass index, and asthma. The study used data from the Geisinger Health System on 9,384 pregnant women and their 10,496 newborns between January 2009 and January 2013. Geisinger covers 40 counties in North and Central Pennsylvania. Researchers developed an index for proximity to fracking wells based on distance from the women's homes, stage of drilling, and depth of wells dug, and the amount of gas that was produced at those wells during the pregnancies. The highest activity quartile had the highest rates of premature births and high-risk pregnancies. July 22, 2015. Using a mammal model, the New York University School of Medicine scientists, together with other U.S. and Chinese researchers, demonstrated cancerous changes linked to exposure to wastewater from Marcellus fracking operations. Their study also documented elevated levels of barium and strontium in exposed animal cells. The wastewater studied originated in Pennsylvania and was stored for a time to allow radioactivity and levels of short-lived VOCs to decline. The results suggested that, quote, even aged flowback water could pose substantial health threats to exposed humans. July 15, 2015. A study by University of Pennsylvania and Columbia University researchers found that drilling and fracking activity was associated with increased rates of hospitalization in Pennsylvania. During a period of dramatic increase in drilling and fracking activity, between 2007 and 2011, inpatient prevalence rates surged for people living near shale gas wells. Cardiology inpatient prevalence rates were significantly associated with number of wells per zip code and their density, while neurology inpatient prevalence rates were significantly associated with density of wells. Hospitalizations for cancer, skin conditions, and urological problems also rose significantly. During the same time period, no such increase in health problems was observed in a controlled Pennsylvania county without any drilling and fracking activity. In communities with the most wells, the rate of cardiology hospitalizations was 27% higher than in controlled communities with no fracking. Quote, While the clinical significance of the association remains to be shown, Fracking has just begun in Pennsylvania and thus observing a significant association over this short time is striking. Our study also supports the concept that healthcare utilization should be factored into the value, cost, and benefits of hydraulic fracturing over time. In a related Newsweek story, lead researcher Reynold Panateri Jr. said, quote, at this point, we suspect that residents are exposed to many toxicants, noise, and social stressors due to hydraulic fracturing near their homes, and this may add to the increased number of hospitalizations. 
July 9, 2015. As part of a scientific assessment of well stimulation treatments, including fracking, the California Council on Science and Technology studied the potential impacts of well stimulation on human health in California. The risk factors directly attributable to well stimulation stem largely from the use of a very large number and quantity of stimulation chemicals. The unknown number and toxicity of chemicals that are mixed together in well stimulation fluids made it difficult to fully quantify risk to the environment and to human health. But the study highlighted the potential health risks from exposure to fracking-related air pollution for the people of Los Angeles, 1.7 million of whom live or work within one mile of an active oil or gas well. Jane Long, co-author, said, quote, Officials should fully understand the toxicity and environmental profiles of all chemicals before allowing them to be used in California's oil operations, according to the Los Angeles Times. June 22, 2015. A longtime midwife reported her personal analysis of an ongoing spike in infant deaths, miscarriages, and placental abnormalities in Utah's Uinta Basin that has followed the advent of drilling and fracking activity there and appears linked to air pollution episodes. June 3, 2015. A University of Pittsburgh study linked fracking to low birth weight in three heavily drilled Pennsylvania counties. The more exposure a pregnant woman had to gas wells, the higher her risk for a smaller-than-normal baby. Exposure was determined as proximity and density of wells in relation to the residents of the pregnant woman. Compared to mothers whose homes had the fewest surrounding gas wells, mothers whose homes were nearest to a high density of wells were 34% more likely to have babies who were, quote, small for gestational age, meaning they weighed significantly less than expected for the number of weeks of pregnancy. Although the study did not investigate mechanisms, researchers identified air as a likely route of exposure. They supported this argument by referencing another study done in western Pennsylvania, where airborne particulate pollution correlated with low birth weight and by noting that particulates are established shale gas infrastructure emissions. Low birth weight is a leading cause of infant mortality. March 3, 2015. A follow-up study of 21 case studies from five states found that the distribution of symptoms in animals and humans affected by nearby fracking operations was, since 2012, unchanged for humans and companion animals. In food animals, reproductive problems decreased over time, while respiratory problems and growth problems increased. Quote, This longitudinal case study illustrates the importance of obtaining detailed epidemiological data on the long-term health effects of multiple chemical exposures and multiple routes of exposure that are characteristic of the environmental impacts of unconventional drilling operations. March 3, 2015. A cross-sectional study by Yale University School of Medicine researchers using companion animals and sentinels of human exposure to fracking-related chemicals investigated possible associations between reported health conditions of companion and backyard animals in southwest Pennsylvania and household proximity to drilling and fracking operations. Among dogs living in households located less than one kilometer from a gas well, risks for health problems were elevated, especially for dermal conditions compared to animals living more than two kilometers from a well. January 1, 2015, a Yale-led team studied the relationship between household proximity to drilling and fracking operations and reported health symptoms in Washington County, Pennsylvania, where 624 gas wells were in active operation, most of which had been drilled in the past five or six years. Researchers found that health symptoms reported by residents increased in frequency as distance between household, gas, household and gas wells decreased. Among persons living less than one kilometer from drilling and fracking operations, rashes and upper respiratory problems were more prevalent. 
The authors of this study, the largest to date on the link between reported symptoms and natural gas drilling activities, say that their findings are, quote, consistent with earlier reports of respiratory and dermal conditions in persons living near natural gas wells. They also cite literature demonstrating the biological plausibility of a link between oil and gas extraction activities and both categories of health effects reported. December 17, 2014. As part of a lengthy review that became the foundation for New York State's ban on high-volume hydraulic fracturing, the New York State Department of Health, NYSDOH, identified environmental problems associated with fracking that could contribute to adverse public health impacts. Among them, air pollution, particulate matter, ozone, diesel exhaust, and VOCs that could affect respiratory health, drinking water contamination from underground migration of methane and or fracking chemicals associated with faulty well construction or seismic activity, drinking water contamination from inadequate water treatment of fracking waste or from surface spills of fracking chemicals or wastewater, earthquakes and the creation of fissures, increased vehicle traffic, increased noise, increased demand for housing and medical care, and public health problems related to climate change impacts from methane and other greenhouse gas emissions into the atmosphere. The NYSDOH Public Health Review also discussed findings from surveys of health symptoms among residents living near high-volume hydraulic fracturing activities. These included skin rash, nausea or vomiting, abdominal pain, breathing difficulties, cough, nosebleed, anxiety, stress, headache, dizziness, eye irritation, and throat irritation in populations living near drilling and fracking operations. The NYSDOH Public Health Review noted that ongoing studies by both government agencies and several academic institutions were exploring the public health risks and impacts of fracking, but that many of these studies were years from completion. The review concludes, quote, Significant gaps exist in the knowledge of potential public health impacts from high-volume hydraulic fracturing. The, existence, the existing science investigating associations between high-volume hydraulic fracturing activities and observable adverse health, health outcomes is very sparse, and the studies that have been published have significant scientific limitations. Nevertheless, studies are suggestive of a potential public health risk related to high-volume hydraulic fracturing activity that warrant further careful evaluation. In an accompanying, accompanying letter to the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation, Health Commissioner Howard Zucker, MD, concluded, quote, The overall weight of the evidence from the cumulative body of information contained in this public health review demonstrates that there are significant uncertainties about the kinds of adverse health outcomes that may be associated with high-volume hydraulic fracturing. The likelihood of the occurrence of adverse health outcomes and the effectiveness of some of the mitigation measures in reducing or preventing environmental impacts which could adversely affect public health. Until the science provides sufficient information to determine the level of risk to public health from fracking, to all New Yorkers and whether the risks can be adequately managed, DOH recommends that high-volume hydraulic fracturing should not proceed in New York State. October 13, 2014. According to the North Dakota Health Department, the number of HIV and AIDS cases in North Dakota more than doubled between 2012 and 2014 and the cases were shifting to the state's western oil fields, where 35-40% to 40 of all new cases occurred. Previously, only 10% of cases were in that region. This trend followed on the heels of an upsurge in sexually transmitted chlamydia diseases in the same region. The North Dakota State Director of Disease Control, Kirby Kruger, attributed the uptick in HIV cases to the drilling and fracking industry and attempted to spread the HIV prevention messages as a quote, at the quote, man camps that house young male workers in the oil industry. Human trafficking for purposes of prostitution accompanied the fracking boom, 
but there was a shortage of medical professionals to address this public health crisis, according to Kruger, who noted that it was difficult to hire nurses and medical staff who could live in the area on a public health wage. October 2, 2014. According to researchers from the University of Pennsylvania's Center of Excellence in Environmental Toxicology, an increasing number of gas wells in, the Pencil in Pennsylvania is significantly correlated with inpatient rates of hospitalization. The research team collected data from seven different insurance providers for three counties. The study's publication is forthcoming. September 11, 2014. In Texas, commercial vehicle accidents have increased more than 50% since 2009, when the state's ongoing drilling and fracking boom began, according to an investigation by the Houston Chronicle and Houston Public Media News 88.7. Quote, For six decades, highway deaths have dropped steadily across the United States. But in Texas, all motor vehicle fatalities and accidents involving commercial trucks have turned back upward since the state's oil drilling and fracking boom began in 2008. This rising motor vehicle death toll is especially felt in formerly rural counties in the Eagle Ford and Permian Basin, now places of heavy drilling and fracking. A new Department of Public Safety road check program finds annually, quote, 27 to 30 percent of Texas commercial trucks shouldn't be operating at all due to potentially life-threatening safety problems like defective brakes, bald tires, inoperable safety lights, and unqualified, unfit, or intoxicated drivers. August 3, 2014. Hospitals in the Back and Shale region reported a sharp rise in ambulance call and emergency room visits after 2006. Quote, Mercy Medical Center in Williston and the Tioga Medical Center in neighboring Williams County saw their ambulance runs increase by more than 200%. Tioga's hospital saw a staggering leap in trauma patients by 1,125%. Mercy had a 373% increase. Drugs, including overdoses of prescription drugs, methamphetamine, and heroin, explained many of the cases with oil field related injuries such as quote, fingers crushed or cut off, extremity injuries, burns, and pressure burns, accounting for 50% of the cases in one of the region's hospital emergency rooms. May 21, 2014. Raising questions about possible links to worsening air pollution from the Uinta Basin's 11,200 oil and gas wells, Health professionals reported that infant deaths in Vernal, Utah, rose to six times normal rate over the past three years. Physician Brian Monch said, quote, We know that pregnant women who breathe more air pollution have much higher rates of virtually every adverse pregnancy outcome that exists. And we know that this particular town is the center of an oil and gas boom that's been going on for the past five or six years and has uniquely high particulate matter and high ozone. Although it formerly had pristine air, Uinta County, Utah received a grade F for ozone in the American Lung Association's 2013 State of the Air report. January 28, 2014. Congenital heart defects and possibly neural tube defects in newborns were associated with the density and proximity of natural gas wells within a 10-mile radius of the mother's residences in a study of almost 25,000 births from 1996 to 2009 in rural Colorado. The researchers note that natural gas development emits several chemicals known to increase risk of birth defects, teratogens. January 4, 2014. Preliminary data from researchers at Princeton University, Columbia University, and MIT showed elevated rates of low birth weight among infants born to mothers living near drilling and fracking operations during their pregnancies. October 2013 A preliminary study of the health impacts of oil and gas extraction on infant health in Colorado found that proximity to wells 
linked with air pollutants from fracking operations, was associated with reductions in average birth weight and length of pregnancy, as well as increased risk for low birth weight and premature birth. A study by the same author currently under review, which analyzed births to Pennsylvania mothers residing close to shale gas wells in Pennsylvania from 2003 to 2010, also identified increased risk of adverse effects. This includes low birth weight, as well as 26% increase in APGAR scores under 8. APGAR, or American Pediatric Gross Assessment Record, is a measure of newborn responsiveness. Scores of less than 8 predict an increase in the need for respiratory support. August 26, 2013. Medical experts at Rural Clinic in heavily drilled Washington County, Pennsylvania, reported case studies of 20 individuals with acute symptoms consistent with exposure to air contaminants known to be emitted from local fracking operations. May 2, 2013. A community-based participatory research study in Pennsylvania tested air and water quality and surveyed self-reported health symptoms of more than 100 residents living near drilling and fracking operations. The team detected a total of 19 VOCs in ambient air sampled outside of homes. The reported health symptoms closely matched the established effects of chemicals detected through air and water testing at those nearby sites. Moreover, those symptoms occurred at significantly higher rates in households closer to the gas facilities than those farther away indicative of the growing prevalence of such health impacts in the state. A poll showed that two-thirds of Pennsylvanians support a moratorium on fracking because of concern about negative health impacts. And that will end this reading of the compendium. We got up to page 173. The next section that we will be reading the next time I do a reading will be on noise pollution, light pollution, and stress. So that will wrap up this episode. Uh, once again, the compendium is the Compendium of Scientific Medical and Media Findings Demonstrating Risks and Harms of Fracking, Unconventional Gas, and Oil Extraction. And it is verily, 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 very heavily footnoted. I mean, page after page has five or six footnotes of references for all of the studies that are mentioned in this compendium. This compendium was compiled by the Concerned Health Professionals of New York and Physicians for Social Responsibility. And you can find all the back readings of the compendium and all the back episodes of Frack You Very Much a kind of uh, alternate episodes between a reading from the compendium and a reading of recent news stories on fracking. You'll find all of those at frackyouverymuch.com. You find some links there. You can make a donation to keep this podcast free and independent. You can also find a link there to send me a message. You'll also be able to see and hear me record these episodes live on Twitch. That is at twitch.tv slash unrelated things. Here is Lee Reed with the song Bad Gas. Thanks for listening. The oil sands are the second largest oil deposit in the world, bigger than Iraq, Iran, or Russia, exceeded only by Saudi Arabia. Digging the bitumen out of the ground, squeezing the oil and converting it into Synthetic crude is a monumental challenge. It requires vast amounts of capital, Brobdingnagian technology, and an array of skilled workers. In short, it is an enterprise of epic proportions, akin to building the pyramids or China's Great Wall, only bigger, 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 bigger. Yeah, right. Science 
is no denying it. The climate changing, stakes is higher, storms violent, the water dying, they force complying for client biases. They decided, title shift, existence, life's in the grips, the fortune, the torture of fortship, petrol pricks and toss and riches, addiction, the victim etiquette until we're dead from the threat of unleaded and earth shredded for first world edifice. Profit got no pause or impediment, falling like the house of sawed and all three parties wanna party hard they got our parliaments involved in toss and extraction is charted backdoor is always revolving them lips and cons have both got jobs reported to the corporate causes profit posted for they bosses the artwork or dirt into coffins and bitumens is just so toxic lost it all hopes forgotten that barrel races to the bottom and democratic process raw and we fall in like leaves in the autumn season sees the cancer blossom toss ends are so catastrophic largest ever man-made project that feed the peeps a broken promise bought it now the beast has got it them folks is forced to pay the cost of it true north free for the market eco-sided basement bargain the earth is bleeding in the process the world is pleading for us to stop it yes check that ass that's some bad gas you passing Toss and extractor, court disaster for corporate masters. Check that ass, that's some bad gas you passing. And the earth can't manage it. The heart and damages. It caused the planet and Albertan advantages. That's some bad gas you passing. Check that ass, that's some bad gas. China's Great Wall.